0: This should have been the last episode of Loki, and it should have been the last episode of the MCU as we know it before they rebooted. (laughs) Okay, whoa, whoa, (laughs) holy (laughs) shit on a stick,
1: that's a hot take. (laughs) That may be the hottest take that you've ever
0: taken hotly. Good lord. I'm going to drop that bomb. I I think I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. I mean, presumably that's something that we're going to unpack a little bit as we go yeah, here.
0: Yeah. I think I think this is a big misstep for uh, the MCU as we Holy it. monkeys. Okay. Well,
1: that's... Uh, it's, I mean, I too think that something happens in this episode that has... It, it is a continuation of Marvel shooting themselves in the foot, and I, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing as as... <laughs> <laughs> what yours is, so I'm curious, to, I'm curious to get there and see what happens. Hello yeah. and welcome to the Movie Men Podcast. We are the B-Team. Uh, my name is Brady. And I am Carl. And we're yeah. here reviewing season two, episode four of Loki. Yes, Titled Heart of the TVA. Mm-hmm. Presumably, it sounds like going to be maybe our most important episode of Loki- ever if carl you know delivers on this promise <laughs> that he's thrown out there yeah. so violently all right so let's just hop into it our episode kicks off and ravona renslayer and miss minutes have been convenient allies so far up until this point i would say right like they've kind of been mutually um, beneficial maybe not yeah, like same but... interests but each other's interests like
0: Yeah, they're They're serving each other necessarily aligned, but they are kind of heading their their interests cross paths for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, But after being kicked through a time door to the end of time, Miss Minutes reveals the truth about Ravona's past to her. Now, this was the thing at the the end of the last episode. Right. We were talking about she's like, oh, man, I got something that's just going to make your blood boil, sweetie. (laughs) Right? And we're like, woo, what is that? Like, what is that going to be? Well, we find out. Showing her the events of centuries or even millennia, we don't really know. um, In the past, where Ravona sees herself speaking with he who remains and learns that although she held a position of power at the TVA before as a judge, she was actually meant to be one of its leaders. She was not just like an important leader. figure in the war, <laughs> but the commander of He Who Remains' armies. Yeah. S- second in command. In fact, the phrase, for all time always, comes directly from her conversation with He Who Remains. Yeah. But after winning the war, He Who Remains went on to wipe the memories of everyone who helped him, including Ravona robbing her of the power to rule beside him.
0: (sighs) Ah, geez. This scene is cool because it plays out on a table in front of her. Like, like it's not on a screen. This is like Miss minutes creates this 3d miniature replica of the room. They're in. Yeah. With like the roof torn off and like, yeah, it's like real, like almost like dolls, but real life them. This is <laughs> it's, exactly, it's such a cool scene.
1: This is exactly what Google Lens promised us Minecraft would be like in that video, <laughs> like 10 years ago. And it never freaking happened.
0: Yeah. Like I got it paused in the scene where they're like, it. the camera's on the outside of the glass, like outside of the room looking into the glass at the man at the end of time and the, a version of that version of miss menace at that point in time. And like behind them is a, is a massive Renslayer watching the scene unfold. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super cool.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, this is a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal and it's a cool, it's, it's not just she's a, pretty it's, pissed too. she's pretty pissed. And Like he who remains was very, he was very two faced in this conversation, right? He's like, "Oh, Mm. like, can't wait to rule beside you and all this stuff, and it's gonna be wonderful." And oh, no, no, you go on ahead, I'll catch up. And when he says that, you can tell, like, that's when you start to tell, okay, something's up. Yeah, Uh, and then yeah,
0: and then Miss Minutes tries to further align their goals in the last lines of this scene by saying. that you don't need him, we ne- neither of us did, and maybe we never did.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? And so, yeah, realizing that he who remains using both, the two partner up to go after the TVA. Meanwhile, at the TVA, Victor arrives and is immediately brought to OB in RNA. The two have their fanboy moment. Each surprised to meet the man who has had such an impact on creations. (laughs) So weird. On their creations. Uh, There's some technological jargon thrown around about the temporal loom and stuff like that. But basically, it needs to be fixed. And Victor just happens to have the device that will help them succeed before the TVA implodes. Right? So they brought him because his temporal aura was the temporal aura they needed to open the door. But then Obi's like, it's not going to make a difference anyways. Like, like I've, you know, I've just realized it's not going to make a difference. Even if we get this door open, it's now too far gone. It's too far out of control. And Victor Timely is like, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I invented something that I think will help. Right. And like whips out his little prototype thing. uh, And that's, you know supposedly going to help save the day. Um unfortunately the radiation out near the loom is now much worse than when Mobius went out before. <laughs> Remember the whole skin melting thing? Yeah. Yeah. That almost seems like a guarantee at this point. And uh and that that, that would not be that would not be good. Like skin is I I like having it. Helps me from day to day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I can mean, see why necessary. Yeah. I mean, I can <laughs> see why there's not a, a a line of people ready to go here. And even, you know, Mobius is like, well, I already did my turn. <laughs> like it's not, you know, <laughs> why, why is everyone looking at me? I went last time. <laughs>
0: yeah. I did this once already.
1: Yeah. I'm going to lose all my skin. Wow. <clears throat> I, uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Uh, while Obi and Timely try to figure out a solution, Mobius casually suggests that they go get some pie. <laughs> 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 oh, I love time to this kill. pie thing! I love this pie thing yeah. in the room of only key lime. I love this pie thing, uh, which makes Sylvie explode with anger yeah. at his flippancy, like. She is just like, I'm sorry, like the whole world's going to come to an end and everything's going to get destroyed and we have to figure this out. And your suggestion is to get some pie. Like she really just like loses it.
0: Pie fixes everything.
1: Yeah. Uh, She points out that much like X5 that hasn't even uh, looked into his own life that. Okay. I'm screwing up my words here. Much like X5 that Mobius hasn't even looked into his own life for Timeline. Right, starts throwing some some emotional shade at him. Yeah. I, in this, like, you're just afraid, aren't you? Right? Like you're you're like what are you running from? Why are you why are you running? Why are you hiding? Um He doesn't have a connection to the branch timelines out there and seems to actively be evading it, is kind of you know what she suggests. Mobius's past and his origins is something that has been, that has had us scratching our heads since the very beginning with all this emphasis being placed on jet skis and, you know, just this kind of, this life. Like, where did he come from? Right? I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one curious about that.
0: Hmm. I, I don't think so. Like, yeah, from season one with him, like, waxing poetically about jet skis. Like, of course. Yeah. We all want to know, like, why is he obsessed with jet skis? And like, where is this coming from? And yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um,
1: Sylvie ends up at the automat, which marks the second time that people seem to have inexplicably ended up there, which is one too many times not to make it a little suspicious that, (laughs) That room is going to play some sort of role in this you know, pie will be the answer. The the, the loom just just wants some pie. Just toss some (laughs) pie into the loom, man. It's sick of eating timelines. There, she and Loki have a discussion about how to handle the TVA. And it's a discussion it's a discussion where there doesn't seem to be a right or a wrong. On one hand, It does seem like burning it all down and starting over might just be what they need to do. There are so many loose threads and the system is so corrupted. But on the other hand, preserving what has been set in place could provide longer and more, I don't know, stable, a longer and more stable change as opposed to completely just raising the entire thing. So I don't know. I I genuinely don't know where I fall in this debate. Like I, and I've said that before, right? Like even with he who remains, I'm like, yeah, he's like total piece of shit. But like, and the methods he used were garbage, but like, well, yeah, he, he like, kind of did it for good stance. reasons.
0: This is Loki's stance, right? Like without he who remains, then the the Kangs fight and everyone loses. So here's a question. Do you think because that's Loki's
1: stance, is that the stance that... like Because it's our main character, our titular character's stance, is that the stance that we're also supposed to take? Is that Um, what Marvel
0: wants? Are are you asking that if that's the stance that that the MCU will go, or are you asking what we as the audience... Are meant to feel like we should be on his side. Uh,
1: That because ultimately, like either because they could go one of two directions with it, right? Either that could be the answer. Because here's the thing, and here's the wonderful thing about Loki right now. Say what you will. Here's the wonderful thing about Loki right now. I have no idea how this is going to end. Yeah. No, I have no idea where this is going. (laughs) Yeah. But but not in like a I'm confused and lost way. It's a good way. As in like a yeah, like what is well, go- like I'm on the edge of Not that you're not confused
0: seat. and a little bit lost, but you're enjoying the ride. Well, it's time travel,
1: right? Yeah. But um it, it, so they could go one of two ways, right? Loki's way Loki could be right, and that could win out, and that could be the right thing. Or it could be the wrong thing. I mean, that could trigger and and spiral forth all kinds of crap. Or it, 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 this could be a we're all on the side of Loki but then this is a character growth for moment for Loki where we end up not going that route. And that ended up ends up being the right call or the wrong call. Who knows?
0: Right. I think, I think we're not meant to, like, I think it's ambiguous on purpose, right? I think we're supposed to be torn between what Sylvie wants who is a Loki and what the Loki Loki wants. Right. Like I think it's purposely purposefully ambiguous to, to kind of tear us and toy with our emotions and right. And our thoughts to kind of like, oh, I do agree with Sylvie. Yeah. People should have the choice, a choice. I, I do like Loki's not wrong. Right. Like they're purposely, um, flirting with that line of what's right and what's wrong in this show
1: yeah yeah i know 100 then we get one of the best lines that we've gotten in this series to date right because sylvie's like she's completely does not want to lead the tva in any capacity right she points out she says to loki she's like i don't want to play god and while Loki's walking away in a brilliant stroke of writing, Loki says, we are gods. <laughs> such a good line. Like, yeah. and something that you kind of like uh, something that I've been
0: forgetting. And it's kind of a callback, right? Cause that's something that Loki is always proud of and touts and like his big line at the end of Avengers, uh, To 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 Hulk, I am a god. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's kind of a callback to like to that a little bit. I think.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and and yeah, something something that I have been kind of forget. So, like, Brienne and I are rewatching through the MCU right now, right? And so the other night we watched. Um, the other night we watched uh Thor: Love and Thunder, and boy, it didn't get much better on it on a rewatch. <laughs> like it's 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 still it's still not good. Yeah. Um, it's got some great moments. It's got moments that like I I remembered it. I had been remembering it as just all bad, and it's not but the bad is pretty bad. Um, but e- and even in that, like you kind of stop thinking like Thor has in many ways, like when Thor and Loki first hit the scene in the MCU, it was constantly on our minds. It was very apparent that they are gods, the God of mischief and the God of thunder. And I mm-hmm. think that like, I think it's nice to have that reminder in this because with Asgard gone with Odin gone with Thor not ruling because um Valkyrie is is king which I I'm still never fully understood like you know I don't know this is like a feminist thing or a sexist thing or what did it like why is she not the queen of Asgard I, I don't know I don't know <laughs> why it seems like a really outdated like no the only title is a king so even if you're a female you have to be like I don't I I don't know what that is but it is what it is that's fine. Um it's it's you just kind of have uh, at least I've lost sight of the fact that Thor and Loki are our gods. Right? They're not just like they've almost in my mind just been demoted to characters in the MCU. Does that make sense?
0: Like, um, I just
1: don't often think about their their heritage anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, w- I could see that. Yeah. Especially in, in this show because Loki's magic doesn't work in the TVA. So he pretty much is, with the exception of his kind of like physically innate toughness as being uh, Asgardian slash technically frost giant right yeah. like he he except for that kind of innate physical abilities he's pretty much just like everybody else <laughs> like he's got to rely on his wits and intelligence and
1: yeah 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 and we don't see him use his powers very often
0: yeah well because he's in the t- like in season one we hardly see it at all because most of the show takes place in the, in TVA. the TVA yeah we get to see it a bit more in this because they've Got they've left the TV out on a number of occasions so far.
1: right. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. It was just a nice it was a nice reminder. Uh, in the TVA, Gamble convinces B15 to talk to Docs and her men and try to change her opinion. Gamble reveals that it was B15's impassioned, uh, impassioned speech that changed her mind on how to deal with the timelines, and that she can inspire Docs in the same way. Speaking to Docs, B-15, does her best to try to appeal to Docs and convince them to fight for them again, especially with Renslayer on the way. But Dox doesn't get to take B-15 up on that offer because when Ravona arrives, she tries to bring Dox and her men onto her side to fight with her. So there's a lot of infighting going on. Yeah,
0: there's like a little TVA civil war.
1: Yeah. Uh, Docs correctly recognizes that Ravona is only after power and reviews, refuses to stand with her. So like at this point, and that's the thing, like it's it's been, and this is reminded to us, I think at some point in this scene, like when she first arrives or whatever.
0: How did it's, she arrive in the first place? I don't know.
1: But she doesn't listen, have a temp pad. It's only been like, well, I presume maybe Miss Minutes can like. I, I, that's got to be the only logical conclusion, I guess. Yeah. Um. But the thing that we're reminded of in this scene, which again had not occurred to me, and it makes sense because of how this season starts and the last season ends and blah, blah, blah. Like it was like three days ago. Three days ago that Ravona was in her office as the judge. Right, like this, it hasn't been, it's been years since we've gotten the last season, but it hasn't been a long time. Like, this is all happening, this is like Back to the Future style. This is yeah. all kind of happening in the same week. Yeah. So everything's very fresh and very, you know. Raw. Yeah. Uh, all of her men stand behind her, except X5, who sides with Ravona. We know that he wants to return to his life on the timeline.
0: We got a little taste.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Now he wants it. And I don't blame him. I don't know. I don't blame him, right? I mean, you are choosing, you're essentially choosing mortality, right? You're going to age and then die on your timeline versus the TVA where you just kind of live forever. But is that living? Like, that may sound more like, like imprisonment. I don't know, right? I mean, Mobius doesn't seem to mind it. Mobius seems to like what he does. But also, again, is that just a fear of doing anything else? I don't. I, I have no idea. Um, it's also clear that he and Docs have a closer relationship than they let on. She calls him Bradley and asks if life on the timeline was really that good. He isn't able to answer her and instead cowers when R- Ravona puts all the people into. Uh, a time cube and crushes them all to death with miss minutes watching with a slightly concerning joyful smile on her face. This is a creepy dark (laughs) scene.
0: Yeah. Like miss minutes is the only one in the room. Not disturbed by this. Even Ravona's showing a little bit of like, what are we doing? (laughs) But it's like, I don't know. It was,
1: it was heartening to see that like, all of those people who got crushed in the, it was like, no, we're dying. We're not, we're not freaking joining you. Right? Like, we'd rather die than do what we know is evil, than yeah. to give you power and let you burn this all down. Uh, the three of them then go after Victor. So that's Ravona, X5, and Miss Minutes go after Victor, who they grab after X5 prunes D90. Then Miss Minutes takes control of the system, stopping the others, the others, the other team's effort to fix the TVA.
0: <laughs> we got to jump back here. This, the breakdowns you you go you use are, are good, but they sometimes they jump little scenes. They're a little, that, yeah. That are a lot of fun because, like, the reason they they can even they even get to him easily is because he wants hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah. Right? Hot, like Morbius walks in machine. with hot cocoa and he's like, what is that? It's a hot cocoa came from the hot cocoa. Ma- there's a machine that a does machine. that. Show me this machine. Like this is because this, 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 the time he comes from is, yeah. is, that, is an impossibility.
1: <laughs> well, and it's also, and it's, but what's, and this is the, there's so much genius to the scene because a, he's so <coughs> fixated on it, right? Like, Mobius then continues on, he's like, you know, okay, so like, what are we doing about like the temporal loom and like stuff like that? And like, what's the, and Victor's like, Victor doesn't give two shits about any of that anymore. He's like, yeah. but I'm really curious (laughs) about this. Like he keeps going back to the hot cocoa machine, but what's really, what's really interesting about this whole scene to me is that yes, in Victor's time, a hot cocoa machine is an impossibility, hundred percent, hands down, pants down. It's not going to happen. But he's also invented things, yeah. ra- Like he he is in in terms of inventions and knowledge and everything else. He knows he it's possible. He
0: uh, just doesn't know how it's
1: possible. He doesn't. Yeah, like it's still it's that's a marvel to him. Yeah. No pun intended. The other the other key thing in
0: this scene is that we we start to realize that temp pads aren't working that the system is shutting down yes yeah uh, and and they don't realize it yet but it's because miss minutes is is back in the tva and miss minutes controls everything yeah ah oh, jeez. um yeah, and then, yeah, he goes with what's his name to get a hot Coke. In. Yeah, it's
1: and then it's in this scene that Sylvie becomes trapped in the elevator. And as she pries open the doors, she sees Loki from the past in episode one, right before Loki from episode four prunes him and sends him back to his point in the timeline. This is cool. This is some cool use of, like, time li- or time travel shenanigans. Yeah,
0: I'm just going to say, I called it. Oh yeah,
1: hands down. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You said, I "Oh, it's Loki." I yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Uh, the ringing phone <laughs> from episode one is revealed to be a call from Obi, who tells Loki that Sylvie is the only w- way. Uh, that's tells Sylvie that the only way to take Miss Minutes offline is to reboot the system, which means they lose the safety system, which means. That Loki and Sylvie will get to use their magic. Yeah. Finally. With the systems down, Loki and Sylvie act quickly to get Victor back. Sylvie enchants X5 and gets him to prune Ravona. Whoa. Like, nobody's safe in, <laughs> yeah. in this series. D- did you like, did you see that happening? <clears throat> No. Like Ravona's just gone she's just taken out she's gone. Yeah. Now and I mean she's Ms. not dead. It's
0: has gone for now.
1: Yeah, she's not dead. Presumably now Ravona's in the void. Yeah. But I also well, don't know that Ravona will be able to fend off the cloud monster. Yeah,
0: escaping the void is is near impossible Pretty as futile season. Yeah. Jeez. They grab
1: Victor and run back to the loom as it is on the brink of destruction. Like, the loom is... We are... This kettle's been boiling for a while. Yeah. Uh, Scanning his temporal aura, the blast doors finally open, and Victor decides to be the one to launch his multiplier MacGuffin into the loom. He puts on a suit that Mobius donned in episode one and tells himself, time to be brave. It's a huge heroic moment mm-hmm. that instantly comes to an end when he steps out of the doors, onto the platform, and is turned into spaghetti by the radiation. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> With he their is. last hope gone, Loki and the team simply have to watch as the loom totally destabilizes and implodes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you going to go first or am I going to go first here? Why don't you go
0: first? Okay, so like, my,
1: I've got the hot take. So my thing <laughs> is, this this scene drives home one of the issues with the MCU right now, <clears throat> and that is that, like, so we were theorizing a little while back. We're like, is Victor? Does Victor go on to become? he who remains right. That was a possibility. We didn't know. We didn't know if this is the same guy. We didn't know whatever. Clearly now it's not.
0: We we don't know. This is episode four. We don't know that. Well, he's been wiped from time. We don't know that is episode four.
1: Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Well, whatever. But the issue that I think that the MCU has right now is what they've done is they've said, (sighs) Hey, MCU fans, comic book readers and non-comic book readers alike. This is Kang. He is simultaneously the biggest, baddest, most dangerous, scariest person in the MCU right now. Simply because we're ignoring the fact that Armishin was a thing and that there are Celestials, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, this is the biggest, scariest, worst, come-for-your-children-hide-your-children guy out there. Simultaneously, he's also our most expendable character because we've killed him three times now. <laughs> Yeah, and so it is just like here's the thing. I I look it, uh, the MCU for me is like Assassin's Creed. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how much I get burned by it, I'm still there. Take my money. Right. I'm excited. Show me more. Let's keep going. Because because <sighs> I'm just because uh, I'm hooked. I'm addicted. Yeah. But even I. And I'm the guy, right? I'm the guy. I was just in, in our news episode this week, I was trying to convince you, like, just wait and see. Wait and see where they go with Echo. Who knows? Yeah. I have faith. Right? They're going to turn this ship around. When we've talked about the discombobulation of the MCU post-Endgame, I have said repeatedly, just just take a breath, guys. Relax. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's if, if you look at where we are now, versus where we were when the MCU first started in the first saga of the MCU, we didn't really know a whole lot then either. And we were okay with that. We've just been spoiled and conditioned now that we have to have this big grand master plan that's been revealed to us in its entirety. So just chill. And it'll all make sense. I have been the the whatever. I, I, I do not feel the... Like, our next Avengers film, which is not far out, I do not feel the threat of Kang at all. Yeah. I don't. Not in the slightest. Especially not on the level of what Thanos was. Not even close. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And, and like, I am... <clears throat> am I looking forward to Avengers Kang Dynasty? Sure, it's going to be an Avengers film. Sure. I am far more looking forward to Secret Wars. Avengers Secret Wars. And that is... That's where you have a real issue. Right, because yeah. when I knew that Infinity War and Endgame were both coming out before I had seen either, I wasn't even thinking about Endgame when I went into Infinity War. I was just thinking about Infinity like holy shit, here we go. This is the calm, the beginning of the culmination. Mhm. And right now I'm looking straight past King Dynasties and I'm excited. and and I could be proven completely wrong. I think there's a good chance that I will be. I sure as hell hope that I will be. Kang Dynasty could be yeah. incredible. The stakes could be through the roof. But I'm just not feeling it. I'm just yeah. not feeling they- it. And I think presuming that... Uh, I'm assuming that that's the last time we're going to see Victor. I could be wrong. 100% could be wrong. Yeah.
0: They got a lot of work to do to 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 make Kang Dynasty work. Well, because you've just killed him
1: three freaking times. Yeah. First of yeah. all, you kill you started out by killing he who remains done he's gone right Now you've killed Victor timely okay, whatever we ne- we've never heard of Victor timely pri- prior to now, you know whatever, but the thing that that gets me and and this seems like the biggest oversight to me in the history of oversights, maybe even more so than giving Gaia every power under the sun they. In one film, like, if you are a non-comic book fan, even if, you're a, even if you are a comic book fan, if you have heard of Kang, I'm willing to put big money on the fact that the Kang that you, that you only know of one Kang, and that is Kang the Conqueror. That is the Kang. He's Kang the well, freaking Conqueror.
0: If you know who Kang the Conqueror is, you probably understand who Kang is. Okay,
1: no, not, sorry, not like super familiar with him, but aware of, have heard of, right. I mean. Okay. Right? Kang the Conqueror. He was introduced and killed in one film by Ant-Man and a bunch of insects. How are we supposed to feel like this Kang is some sort of a threat?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like if this only kind of leads to like the messiness of where Marvel's at right now and that like the question of like, where is it even going is, is, is still floating out there because like, okay, they're heading towards Kang, but what about all this other nonsense happening right cuz when we were doing all the other like the first four phases or this is phase 4 i don't know whatever it, the the, the fir- first several phases to so the infinity saga when we were doing the infinity saga all any post credits things scenes that were building to a larger larger story were all around infinity stones and thanos right yep am i wrong nope no okay post infinity saga we have a a um doctor strange uh, diverging of uh whether a virgin not a virgin um insurgency. Uh, what
1: the insurgents
0: insurgency whatever yeah the the, multi, the the multi two universes are colliding and things are gonna go kaboom. That seems pretty big. That's potentially like Thanos level problems that they could spin a Thanos level story from. And, 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 and that that's essentially what Secret Wars, the the more not the old Secret Wars from I think it was the '80s, but the the more recent Secret Wars was based on right these uh, universes colliding. So you know that's that's a great Thanos level storyline to build to. You've got the Eternals. They, they had the whatchamacallums, the the celestials, brains, not, the celestials, right? The big, massive things that are like the earth is the size of their, the tip of their pinky, right? Like that's a pretty big threat that the earth mightiest heroes will need to, uh, to get together for, um, you've got, The rings from Shang Chi calling to something. Now, some have theorized that that was Kang in the microverse, but Ant Man didn't say didn't reveal that. So, so that that I think that I think that theory is officially out of the water. Then you have Kang and everything that's been revealed recently with Kang, right? And I'm probably missing one or two. On top of that, yeah. Like, where are we going? I don't know. What is going on? I don't know. Because that's the no thing. Conformity
1: right, is. I was like, because my big thing was, wow, well, we. You know, my big thing has been, well, we don't need to know yet, right? Like, it's coming and. We'll figure it out when we're supposed to figure it out, and blah blah blah. And we didn't know this early on back then. However, it it is worth noting that it seems like this time around, like this saga, if if because what like hang on, let me pull this up.
0: We didn't um, know, future- but like phase one, phase one still introduced, like there was like. We didn't know, but there still seem like I would say there's still conformity in phase one towards that one singular plan, even though we didn't know. And it was not this confusing, assuming that
1: assuming that they are going to that this saga ends with Secret Wars. Right. And and that we were talking the other week that maybe this will also be like the reboot sort of refresh of the MCU. What we have coming up as far as films, I don't know what they're doing with TV shows, right? Daredevil's gonna be in there somewhere, Echo's gonna be in there somewhere. Um, presumably they're cutting back on some of the shows a little bit, if what Bob Iger said can be taken as gospel. We have the Marvels coming out this year, last film of this year. Next year, we have Deadpool three, Captain America, brave new world, and Thunderbolts. In 2025, we have blade and fantastic four in 2016 or er, 2016, 2026, we have Avengers Kang dynasty. And then one year later we have secret wars.
0: Yeah. So if we're going somewhere, it's a lot slower. It's a lot so, like, slower and, I, and it I seems like up, this
1: saga is sh- going to be shorter.
0: Yeah, I than just what brought up the, the phase one, one films Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the First Avenger, The Avengers.
1: Yeah, we didn't see or hear or tell of. I mean, we saw, but we didn't know we were seeing Infinity Stones at that point.
0: We saw the Infinity Gauntlet in Thor. No, we didn't. We we saw it was just like a pass, and you that wasn't the you first Thor.
1: That scene. wasn't the first Thor.
0: Was it the second Thor?
1: That was Thor Ragnarok.
0: No, no, it was in the first Thor. It was Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Hela pushes it over and calls it a knockoff. Knock, knock oh, but it's a blink. They, no, and you miss a scene. The, it in, was.
1: It was Thor what, two when yeah. because it was the where the ether no, no. was being stored. Yes, no, it was that's, Thor one.
0: It was Thor one because Loki walks by it on his way to steal the. The the freezing ray thing. I believe I'm you, but I don't. Pa- so I'm looking it I'm up. I'm almost positive it's Thor. Anyway, regardless, whether it's in Thor or not.
1: Okay, Captain no, America.
0: Right. The first Thor deals deals with the Tesseract. Cap- or no, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, the second Captain America deals with the Tesseract, and then the Avengers. Uh deals with the invasion the, force, yeah and we, and we get and the a tesseract scene, pardon, and the tesseract yeah and, and we get a post credit scene with Thanos, yeah, so even though phase one was one, two, three, it was six films, they were all leading towards the Avengers which was pointing and that which in culmination were all pointing towards Thanos. And then from then on, everything was pointing towards Thanos. Right. Nothing else pointed towards another threat, another major threat. They might have pointed towards minor threats that the individual hero needed to conquer. But even then, I don't think they really did like the the iron man 2 didn't point towards anything in iron man 3. Iron man nothing 2 in, didn't Nothing in nothing in Thor two, 2 pointed towards anything in Ragnarok.
1: Um no, that's not true. No, because in Thor 2, like the whole whole beginning of it 100% that's incorrect. Right? Because in Thor 2, it is Loki fakes his death again and he um, puts Odin into this like vegetative state, and and that's the whole. We spend the whole beginning of Ragnarok dealing with that. Is Thor coming well, he back put to him Asgard? In that. that's,
0: the, that's the Odin sleep. He goes into that. The by Odin himself.
1: sleep. Yeah, but do, do you know? Like that's the whole. That is the whole that's, beginning of
0: Ragnarok. You could say whole beginning, but it's like it's not that long. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes. Oh, if. <laughs> Like yeah, I think but, they, they wrap that up pretty quickly to get on with the movie. Oh, no, I'm just but saying. Anyway, um, yeah, you said, you said it points nothing. I said that's bullshit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. You're right. At the end of Thor two, Loki appears on the throne and, uh, after, uh, Thor leaves. Yes. Right. Okay. So that, I'll, I'll grant you that one. Yeah. But that being said, not really like, oh shit, this is bigger than, than Thanos. This is a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still looking forward to infinity saga. We're not wondering, is there another big threat that the Avengers are going to have to get together? And you know what? Like there's, it's not building towards anything else except for the next Thor film. Right. There's no doubt in our mind. That's the next Thor film. Right. So yeah, they, the point being, and we both agree, the MCU is a freaking mess. <laughs> so
1: is that like, so just sorry, drive home for me here. What is your hot take?
0: Okay. Well, for, first I want to, so you're saying your thing is like um, Kang's dead again. This version of Kang is dead. Whether this Kang is dead or not, I don't think the man at the end of time is dead. This whole season But he's sitting in that chair. Okay, hang, hang on, hang on. This whole season has been all about um and uh breakdowns I've been watching have been hinting at t- talking about this and theorizing this, but like w- as I'm watching this show, I'm coming to this conclusion on my own is is this whole show season is a is all oh, uh, about Ouroboros uh, which, which is the snake who eats his own tail. It's all this like cycle of beginning and ending and beginning. And like, which, where's the beginning and where's the ending? Like OB getting his, he's, his name is Ouroboros, but he gets his name from Loki, uh, his nickname from Loki, but uh, like, like where does the nickname come from? Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we keep seeing these little cycles of, um, Hey, uh, how'd you learn to build this? Oh, I got it from this book. Where'd you get the book from? Oh, I gave it to myself. <laughs> you know, I have like these little circles, these little cycles. I think the whole season is gonna cycle back to like the beginning of the TVA somehow. Right. Um, Interesting. And and a rebirth of the man at the end of time. That being said, my hot take. Is this, this is, should have been the last episode of this season, and it should have been the rebirth of the MCU as we know it. Why? So, what just happened? The loom exploded, and uh, as far as we know, everything that we know about the MCU has disappeared. Yeah. At this point in time, it's all done, it's gone anything you know about the MCU just died. Well,
1: no, because some of the timelines still exist. They're, they're taking their time to <clears throat> t- t-
0: time, time and, and everything still exists. Correct. But like essentially like it's, 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 it's a mess now. Right. Right. This is an opportunity for like, they can't do it because we're on C- episode four and there's two more episodes and they're going to resolve the problem somehow. And, and we'll all be happy and continue on our messy way in the current MCU. But like (laughs) picture this, right? This is the end of, of the season. And this is how they end it. Right. It's like cliffhanger, huge, crazy. The next film to come out is, oh man, like, I don't know how you do this to kind of like you could call it Avengers, I guess. Um, yeah, call it Avengers. Call it Avengers: New Beginning, right? And you, you, all your your promotional material is fairly secretive, um, kind of, but and it all kind of looks like Battle of New York. Like, oh, we're we're rehashing Battle of New York. Uh, Okay, well, whatever. Um, And then, but the the premise of the film, like, starts out at the beginning, Battle of New York. But the the beginning of the film starts near the end of the Battle of New York. And you know the scene in that event, the first Avengers film, where they do, like, the circle camera around all the Avengers kind of, like, re-gearing up halfway through the fight? yeah. You do that shot, but instead you've got like Iron Man, you've got Wolverine, you've got this, you've got a completely different team, including mutants and Fantastic Four. Yep. Right. Yeah. You you solved your mutant problem. You solved your Fantastic <laughs> I Four solved your problem. Mutant problem. You, like like all of a sudden, like you re you you get to rewrite. MCU history. Yeah. I think it's I think it's brilliant. We can't do it cuz nobody's as smart as me over at the MCU right nobody's now. Nobody's
1: as <laughs> smart as you.
0: That's that's
1: the official word. That's
0: that's what I would have done. That's what All I right, would have Carl, done. So was this episode a win or a fail for you? This episode was a win. I really enjoyed this episode I'm really enjoying this (laughs) season
1: should have been the end it's done it's over
0: god what a win I mean I'm I'm disappointed that like yeah I've walked away from this episode going god they they could have this this could have been the coolest reboot opportunity like instead of going from like amazing uh amazing spider-man or no to from just uh what do they call Toby McGuire? Toby Maguire Spider-Man and then like scrapping everything and going amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Right? Like they're not connected. You could like legitimately reboot your entire franchise, but everything is still technically canon. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, that would have been so cool. So I, I'm a little, I'm a little like disappointed that they didn't have more balls to to do something really crazy but I'm I I did enjoy the episode and I am looking forward to seeing how this unfolds because yeah this is kind of the the craziness of this episode this season has been really fun yeah what did you think
1: uh it's a it's a win um again it like it ends on a great cliffhanger It ends on a, oh shit, like, where do we go? What do we do? What's the plan? Right? Um, I don't think it's the strongest episode of the series, um, but I think it's a good episode and it excites me to see where we're going next. Right? And I still, I have no idea. Like, I just have, the whole series has kept me guessing, but not in a, I don't understand way in a, oh my goodness kind of way. So, yeah. and that's and that's great. That's a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter or X or whatever. All listed below. Check out our Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Man, buck a month. A dollar a month shows us how much you love listening to this I'm sorry. <coughs> free content. Um <laughs> But also, but also, yeah, hours and hours a week we spend giving you free content, uh buck a month supports the show, gets you even more rewards in return, uh, and if you're feeling sexy,
0: go buy some of our merch, yeah, we've got the uh, sweaters, it's getting cool Carl I was like,
1: oh no, he, he teed it up by saying, feeling sexy. I don't know what to do. This <laughs> is out of my wheelhouse.
0: <laughs> he hasn't put the lingerie on the store yet. <laughs> do, you, do,
1: you, do you consider yourself a sexy guy? Um, I've derailed this. Uh,
0: yes, sure. Why not? Yeah.
1: You're like, yeah. oh, I do my little turn on the catwalk. That's you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. I agree. Do, do a little dance in front of the bed every night.
1: Yeah. You're yeah. good looking. Even, even when Emily's not around yep. yeah yeah always that's yeah. the dance the dance is for you and for yeah. no one else
0: <laughs> it's, there's a mirror in the bedroom so <laughs>
1: ah ah yes are you sorry your final question but an important one is this what are you wearing when you do this dance is this a naked dance
0: <laughs> nothing at all <laughs>